Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? That's four wins in a row, Barry, right there. Count them. Four wins in a row, Barry. Yes, sir. And now, let's hear Blandy. Four wins in a row, Blandy. Good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Can't contain it. Four wins in a row, Blandy, is the same as eight losses in a row, Blandy. It's all the same. Well, because I'm I'm not going to... I think I'd be disingenuous if I... And plus, you want me to try and act differently, so I'm just going to... I want you to be yourself for once. I think it's better if I'm just going to just go with my usual bland self. Give us four wins in a row, Frank. <laughs> four wins in a row. This is the greatest feeling I have had in a very long time. <laughs> Barry got his got his turn at the COVID shot, so he is the final member of the Hardnick's Life crew to get at least one of the COVID vaccines. Yeah, one shot down, bro. And which which one did you get? The Pfizer. Such a good thing I didn't get the Johnson & Johnson a few weeks ago, bro. <laughs> that worked yeah, right. out. <laughs> yeah. Not looking good. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that cares so much about your listening experience that I just made Blandy go to his garage, get out the WD-40, and fix the most annoying squeaky chair that I've been dealing with and asking for, I think, two months now to finally get fixed. And he just got down on his hands and knees for about five minutes, spraying every nook and cranny in that seat. So I think everybody here can thank Blandy. I mean, who knows if it's going to work, but we'll see. Your chair squeaks more than you speak every show. And in the editing, it drives me crazy. It sounded really bad tonight, but I mean, is it usually that bad? Yes. It's that bad, Barry? Well, you I don't, don't know, know he, because the, I take the magic it all of out. editing, yeah, the magic of editing, we don't hear it. <laughs> I just, I was just telling you, literally, when you don't speak, I have to remove all your audio because of all the fucking sounds you make. That's just one of the sounds you make. <laughs> That, the straw, the straw, the, the straw ice in drinking. your glass. Oh, there, oh, there he is drinking from the straw. <laughs> the swallowing. The you've, oh. got a wa- you've got a watch, I think, or jewelry or something that dangles and makes noise My a lot. chain. It's not easy working with you. Yeah. I do it for the drops, though. Barry, did you place any bets this week? I did. I placed bets. I, I placed a bet tonight. At betonline.ag? Betonline.ag. I did a parlay, which means, you know, you got to win all your bets, and I bet on four games, which means I would have won twelve hundred dollars. Oh, and it, it sounds like you did not. I took the Knicks, getting two and a half, so I won that one. I took the Clippers, even though they're without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, because they're going up Detroit. So I was basically betting on Detroit to lose, but Clippers were giving three, 
They were down by like 10 at the end. They came back. They won by two mm. instead of three. So it doesn't even matter what happens in the next two games. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's how I'm going to do it from now on. It's a little bit more exciting. It's a much bigger payout. Super easy to do. You play the parlors at betonline.ag. Well, if you want to hashtag bet like Barry, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> bet online is the fastest way and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. And it is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Ben Online, your online sportsbook experts. And I'm just fucking banging out the Sunday scaries here too, guys, because I'm sick of ads every five minutes in the show. Guys, I don't relax well with the Knicks, my crazy life. It's just hard for me to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink, I get easily stressed out, and it effing sucks. So I did my homework and found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. They have become a must-have in my daily routine, and they chill me out in about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live life scare-free. Barry, did you get yours? No, I'm still waiting, man. So I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Was Very I supposed to get them or no? I, I think you declined that. No, I think you declined them, but I asked them to send them to you. Oh, yeah, I haven't got anything. One day. <laughs> um, there's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. So there's really no risk. And if you're paying, they will send them to you. They will absolutely send them to you. It's a little hard to get them when you want them for free. And I already got mine. So honestly, I'm not sure you guys are going to get yours, but it's worth the wait. All right. I got you all a 25% off discount to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com. Use the promo code HKL for your discount. That's promo code HKL for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're fucking amazing. And you won't regret joining their squad. Guys, last show, we were losers of five of our last six games. Yeah, what were we? We were 25 and 27, Craig. Yeah. Just a week ago. Exactly one week ago. <laughs> Just a week ago. We couldn't win a close game. ESPN and Anthony Edwards were saying RJ Barrett sucks, pretty much. The title of our last episode was April Sucks. But guess what? Seven days later, April is fucking awesome. All right? <laughs> Memphis. In overtime. In overtime, RJ Barrett leads a huge comeback. All right? Game-tying basket. In regulation, with just eight seconds left, a big three in overtime for him. Huge win for RJ and a huge win for the Knicks, Craig. Then we almost blow a big lead against the Raptors. But at the end of the, one of the worst games I've, I've seen all season, all right, RJ comes through again in the clutch with a huge three in the final minute. Two wins in a row. Lakers, the defending champs. We're not going to mention who was out of that game. Hey, that, that same team. Put a beat down on the Nets. Yes, the night before. No King James, no Anthony Davis. Oh, there, I fucking mentioned it. (laughs) (laughs) But the true king, the true king, Julius Randle, pours in 34 points, 10 rebounds against his former team. For our third win in a row, third win in a row. And then I'm telling you, I think we all thought we were going to blow it against the Pelicans. No way. They said it couldn't be done, Craig. I heard all day. I heard all day. The Knicks can't win four in a row. It's not going to happen. Can't happen. But Julius Randle with his second in a row 30-point game against a former team. 32 points, eight boards, five assists. And Alec Burks catches fire in the fourth quarter. 14 of his 21. His jumper, 
looking so wet, Barry. There you go. Wet, just like you like it. Own it. Right, Jake? How wet was his jumper looking? Mm. <laughs> That's fucking drenching wet. It is. Ooh, it's pouring wet. Guys, if his, jumper, if his jumper was in a wet t-shirt contest, Barry would be in the front row with his mouth wide open. <laughs> Nipples out, perfect scores. That's how wet his jumper was. Barry, and is this the proper way to speak about a jump shot? It, it is, sure. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> but, but yeah, he had it going on four for seven. Bullock was four for seven. Randall was five for eight. Quickly, even his little, you know, his, his 10 minutes, he was two for two. They, they were, they were 51% from three. Wet. They were all wet. Soaking wet. Super wet. Fucking <laughs> sprinklers going off and shit. The Knicks fans were wet. The Knicks were wet. Four wins in a row. The first four game winning streak since, look at that, little sprinklers. We were wetter than sprinklers, Jay. I'm sorry. Wetter than sprinklers? <laughs> yes. The first, <laughs> the first four game winning streak since December 16th, 2017, first OKC. And the starters that night, Michael Beasley. I'm your favorite player, favorite player. Mm. Jared Jack, Courtney Lee, Lance Thomas, and Ennis Cantor. Jesus. Oof. Oh, man. That is, that is a shitty starting five. <laughs> and Stan Van Gundy had some really great things to say about the Knicks and how they've been playing of late. Said we are playing as good as any team in the Eastern Conference over the past couple weeks. Barry, how are you feeling? A little different than a week ago. Very different than a week ago. I'm on cloud nine. Again, these four wins weren't just like these easy wins. Like, you know, we went through them all. These are against quality teams. If you were going to look at the schedule and you ever watch The Price is Right and they have like that game where like there's a bunch of numbers on there and you have like this shaded thing that covers four numbers and you got to slide it left to right to, to to pick the correct price of the item. If you were to pick the four games this season that the Knicks are going to win four in a row, you weren't picking this four. You yeah. know, it's probably not their toughest four games, but by no means was this their easiest four games. They were It wasn't a homestand. And these are winning teams that they played against. Granted, the Pelicans are not technically a winning team, but come on. I mean, you're going up against... Zion, who's who's fucking unbelievable, Brandon Ingram, uh, who's terrific in his own right, you know, and and they've been they've been playing well. So, you know, no Lonzo, I don't care. The Lakers, no LeBron and AD, I don't care. These were four great wins that the Knicks need down this stretch. Think about how disastrous this could have been. We were two games under five hundred. They could have won. They could have lost four in a row here, and we could have been six games under five hundred. But this team has a way of fighting back. Not just in games, but in the schedule. Yeah, and the defensive pressure that they keep up all game long, you know, is, is what's keeping them in these games. They, they won every quarter this game. They tied the first quarter, but they won two through four, okay? And it didn't always feel like that. You know, there were ebbs and flows to this game. You know, there, there were possession after possession where Zion was getting, you know, every offensive rebound he wanted and, and just, you know, doing whatever he wanted to do. Yet the Knicks pulled out the win. They did what they had to do. And look, you tell, you're you going to sit there and tell me the stat line for RJ tonight and still tell me the Knicks won by 10? I mean, I wouldn't believe you. So guys like Alec Burks are stepping up. They have, as talentless as we've said that this roster is all season long, they find ways to win. You know, one guy here will step up, one guy there will step up, and they pull out the win. So right now they are 
in the seventh seed in the East, but they are just half a game out of the fifth seed, a game and a half out of the fourth seed. And honestly, I don't want to say this because I feel like it's going to jinx it, so I probably shouldn't say it. Say it. But it seems like it's a lock for them to (laughs) at least get in the play-in game. How could anything be a lock? I think the play-in game is a lock. The play-in game is a fucking lock, lock. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. I I would think so. The Chicago Bulls are six games behind them. Right. And the Bulls have And that's for the the last spot. So- it's the Raptors are seven or seven games behind the Knicks. It's, and it, Charlotte's lost three in a row. Yeah, Charlotte about lost to lose. Oh, oh, well, today was three in a row. They lost, and Miami's and, down by yeah. eleven at the half. Yeah, I mean it's so crucial right now. the The, the difference between them finishing sixth and finishing seventh and not having to deal with that playing game is huge for them. When you have a coach huge. like Tibbs. And he preaches game plan, and the players always talk about how they're so prepared. You get him in a seven-game series, and you've got a shot. You know, a bigger shot than having to to win one night. Yeah, this team is not getting swept in the playoffs if they play a full round. They're not. And I'm excited about to see what this defensive team can do in the playoffs. Who knows? Yeah. Like Stan Van said, they're playing as good as anyone in the East. I mean, I wouldn't want them, obviously, to play the... Bucks, Nets, or Sixers. But anyone else, you got to feel pretty comfortable against. Anyone else. Jay, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I mean, we talked last week when we when we taped. We said, you know, we were hoping two and one for the stretch. Barry thought, so to go four and oh, you know, to get three wins and then add another one on top of it. They need to pile up the wins now because there's going to be that West Coast stretch later, you know, right at the end of the year. And that's, that's, probably going to be a bunch of losses. So they Yeah, but it's to... not as bad now as originally we had thought. Look, Denver was in that stretch, right? And now they lost Jamal Let's Murray. See. Who knows if AD and LeBron are going to be back for those games, right? The Clippers, you never know. I mean, they they sat out Marcus Morris, Paul George, and Kawhi tonight. Yeah, I so think you they, never, they you set never out know. their top four. Yeah, I mean, Kawhi hasn't played the last couple of games. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's Denver, then Phoenix, then the Clippers, then the Lakers. So, I mean, you're right. It it all depends on who's It's not injured, who's as resting. daunting as it was. And again, if you're telling me that those are the four losses we're going to take here to the finish line and you know, and there's a good chance we're going to win the rest, I mean, that's a lot better than than any of us anticipated, except for maybe Craig. He was and, the optimistic <laughs> one of the group. And Jay, and Jay, what was your what was your prediction for their final record again? I said 30 and 42. 30. That was your final. That, that was that was bad. It? Or was it thirty-two and forty? I couldn't have been thirty. It could have been. It was thirty-two and forty. <laughs> so you're they're going to win three more wins, according to Jay, the rest of the season. Listen, stranger things have happened. <laughs> so how many games do they have left? They're twenty-nine and twenty-seven, right? That's fifty-six. So there's sixteen games left. So let's let's go through. Let's do another prediction for these final sixteen games. All right. All right. Let's see you where we all stack up. Because, yeah, yeah, pull it up. It. I've got it. We're twenty nine and twenty seven. We've got Dallas next. I just looked at it. I say thirty five and thirty seven. All right, go through six, it in your head, Barry, and we'll just. Which means we'll six and ten. Charlotte, We're Atlanta, Toronto, game game. Chicago. I give all those are wins to me. Some of the games you think Houston. they're going to win, they're going to lose, and some of the games you think they're going to lose, they're going to win. Six and ten seems about right. Yeah, I, I could see us winning ten more games. Ten. Yep. You think they're going to go 10 and 6 and end up with 39? Yeah, which is... Uh, and I finish mean, talk six about, games over? Talk about being wet. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to get super excited if that happens. That's... 
I'm just going to play it safe here, and I'm going to say we go eight and eight the rest of the way. Eight and eight, which gets us to what, 37 and 35? Yeah. I say 35 and 37. Which if we, if we end up at 37, 35, anywhere in that range, I mean, what a season. Yeah. yeah. What's Jay doing? I don't know. Something's Come going here. on behind him. There's like a ghost back there or something. Come here. Would we have another visitor on the show? Oh, boy. Oh, no. Come Two here, weeks buddy. in a row? <laughs> What's going on? What are you doing? Did your son hear, hear Barry's daughter on the last show and is jealous now? What's going on? <laughs> all, all of a sudden, this has become like the new... Get him uh, over here. Go put him back. Put him back to bed. Get, get him, him over here. Get him on get the show. Get him over here. Come hey. on. Hey. Hold on. All right. What? Oh, Let's get in here. Asleep. Come here. Can you hear us? Come here, Cal. Introduce yourself to the world here. Say hello. Just, it's not live or anything. Just say hello. Oh, no. Cal's hiding behind Jay. Just say hello. Hi. What do you think of Kevin Durant? What do you think of Kevin Durant? You don't know? You don't know who he is? He doesn't know who he is. You got to ask him the next question. See where it goes. All right. What do you think of Chris Tapp's Porzingis? What do you think of Chris Tapp's Porzingis? I kind of know who that is. You don't know who he is either? All right. He doesn't know who he is either. <laughs> is the earth round or flat? Can, can round. You, can you name one player on the Knicks? <laughs> Give me one player. Name two basketball teams in New York. The Knicks and the Nets are rolling. Ah, oh, damn it. All right, that he knew. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, I got to go put him back to bed. You're going to go put him back to bed? Yeah. I, I gotta, I, there's nothing I can, I'll be right back. He's not old enough to put himself to back to bed, Jay? Well, I. he is. What does he have to do? I'm just going to go tuck him in. That's the kind of dad I am. <laughs> You're tucking in your son during a podcast? What what am I supposed to do? I'm just supposed to send him back to bed? Okay, go. Go for it. I'll be right back. You guys can okay. continue without me. That's fine. All right. And you all hear that music? It is time for the news <laughs> with Landerson Hooper. There he goes. There he goes. It didn't stop, even stop him from leaving. No, he just bailed on us. Do we wait for him or keep going? I guess we wait, no? So guys, R.J. Barrett had a couple big games, but against against the Lakers and the Pelicans of late, kind of went ice cold a little bit after it did seem like he was getting super wet. <laughs> I was disappointed that he had two bad games back to back. You know, you put up one in the middle of like a bunch of great games and it's like, okay, you had an off night. So it was upsetting to see him have two bad nights. But I mean, I'm still not giving up on it, obviously. And the, the thing I like about it is he continues to impress me, you know, not in these last two games, obviously, but what we've been seeing from him these last couple of weeks is stuff that we hadn't seen before from him. You know, he's doing things either better or just new things like uh, strong finishes with his right hand where he used to only go to his left or he wouldn't be able to finish with his right. Uh, there was a, a, a play on transition where he was leading the break and he passed it back to the trailer and tried to, instead of trying to do everything himself. Um, he's kicking it out to spot up shooters, which he wasn't always looking that way before. So it was a lot of impressive stuff. Uh, there was an article, which I don't know if you saw, that came out a couple of days ago, um, which was pretty fascinating. Um, this trainer of his drew hanlon that he had been using since he was 15 years old yeah i didn't i didn't see that all right so so drew hanlon wanted to rework rj's shot and this is you know right after he was drafted to the knicks 
And he basically changed RJ's shooting mechanics uh, because he looked at other lefty athletes and noticed certain things about, you know, about how to improve um, like their handle of the ball and the positioning. Like, for example, he told RJ to move his elbow out instead of in a straight line, which they would normally teach. And this was his trainer since when? Since he was 15 years old. And when did he decide to all of a sudden change his jump shot when he got into the NBA? When he when he got into the NBA because he knew he was going to have to fix his shot. Well, the Knicks saw this new shot of his um, and they they made him change it. They said, look, we don't care that that's what he's when telling you. When you say you. the Knicks, you mean the Fisdale I mean Fisdale. Staff. The Fisdale staff yeah. made him change it. And then if you remember, I mean, you, you know, his shooting numbers were awful. His free throw percentage, his three-point shot was awful. Well, yeah, since the course, Knicks didn't go to- the, right. he, he changes his shot. What before his rookie season? Yes, and then the coaching staff, the former coaching staff of the Knicks, says, "No, no, go back to your other shot." And he comes into the season. Yeah, like that. but what was the big knock on him even coming into the league? Was that he wasn't going to have a three point shot, so he knew he had to take care of this. But when he showed when he showed up, Fizdale said, "We're gonna get to work, kid. <laughs> We're gonna get you right. Right. Yeah. We're gonna take away everything you learned all off season. Yeah, fan fucking tastic. Make you start from scratch. So the plus side was that they did not go to the bubble. RJ knew he had nine months. Drew Hanlon knew that he had all this time to work on his shot. Because normally you pick up a new shot and then what? You got two, three months of an offseason before you get back with your team and you're still kind of working through it. So he spent five weeks straight with this guy every day fixing his shot. It's like 35 days straight. And then he had the rest of the eight months of the offseason just repetition, repetition, repetition. And look, I mean, look how he's doing. He had a rough start right at the beginning of the season. But after those rough games, I mean, it's been terrific. And the cool and thing about- they the, let the, When did they let- this trainer back in right when Fizdale was let go or um right when the season ended right when the season ended yeah so he had it all off season and you're seeing results and this guy he he trains Bradley Beal he trains Zach Levine um there's another big name uh that he does as well um but anyway he's got a whole system and his system is we're going to work on one thing per off season we want to make you a master of that thing so this last off season was a shot this next summer he said that they're going to focus on shooting off the dribble and shooting on the move. And then huh. after that, they're going to work on stuff on the inside. So, you know, Drew Hanlon said that you could teach like these types of things, these mechanics, but you can't teach mental toughness and competitiveness, which is why, you know, he really believes that RJ is a winning player. And, you know, we see it. And RJ is just 20, obviously. So he's got many off seasons to work on all these yeah, things and, and, before he's even, he's even close to getting into his prime. Yeah. And, and all that's why, by the guys, way, you can't. I'm sorry, well, but that's why. That's by the way why you can't. No one's given up on RJ because he has two bad games, right? right. Absolutely or two games. First of all, first of all, the Knicks are winning, and that's all that fucking matters. And you know that that's all that matters to RJ. If he if he knows he's not he's having an off night, he's not gonna he's not gonna keep trying to fire. Him. He's just gonna try and help his team. He's had some dry runs, and then he's had some really really wet ones. Mm. Well, thanks to Drew Hanlon, he's getting wet way more than he did last year. And what the fuck is up with Fizdale? And that coaching staff. Yeah, everybody, all these guys have like, you know, personal trainers and coaches. And and again, it's not like this guy's a nobody, you know, this guy has a good reputation. So I don't know if it's insecurity, you know, what what the fuck it was. Unreal. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear some voicemails? Sure. This is not from tonight, but it's part of the four game winning streak. Craig, Barry, Jay, Derek from Scotland here. How's it going? In the Memphis game, when RJ took the rebound and made the layup to force overtime, he really showed us something. And I was so into it, I nearly woke up the whole fucking house at 3 o'clock in the morning. 
And then he hits all three clutch free throws in that game too. And he hit the big three against the Raptors. I'm just fangirling about him right now. Julius has been awesome this season, but for me... Hold on, what do he say? He's what about him right now? I'm just fangirling about him right now. What do he say? I think I'm just fondling him a little bit right now. <laughs> I'm hearing, I'm hearing fan giggling him right now. I don't, let me, let, let's hear it one more time. I thought he was fumbling. I'm just fangirling about him right now. What? What? I'm pretty sure. I'm just fangirling about him right ab- now. Fangling I'm him? just fangirling about him right now. Oh, fangirling about him. Oh, uh, sure he didn't say fondling. Right <laughs> I think he said he wants to be fondling him a little bit right now. I'm just fangirling about him right now. Yes. Okay. Just fangirling, fangirling about him right now. Right, like right. fingerling about him right now. It sounds fingering, like. fingerling. Oh, like the potato. Yeah, fingerling potatoes. She's fingerlinging about him right now. <laughs> I'm just fangirling about him right now. Julius has been awesome this season, but for me, RJ is the key piece moving forward. I fucking love this team. All the best, boys. I got to keep Derek away from my wife because uh, my wife's been watching this show Outlander. She's like binging Ugh. it. And they all have like she these likes the Scottish Sc- accent. She likes the Scottish accent. Yeah, so we got to keep Derek far away, far, far away. <laughs> I find the- it funny whenever anyone's like, "I fucking love this team. I love this team. I love this." And someone team? posts a clip of them all celebrating or winning. I love this. Team. I love every team. Who doesn't love every Knicks team every season? We all we all fall in love with every team. Every yeah, year. but. I mean, this it's, team is you, no it feels different, different when there's winning talent. Like, how cool Did is you it? You fall that? in love with yes, last year's it's team. It's sad, but we do. No matter last who it is. Last year's team, you fell in love with that I team. I fell in love with that team. Fucking Michael Beasley, Jarrett Jack, Ennis Cantor, and <laughs> well, Courtney you. Lee. You fall with, <laughs> that, in love with every that's team. That's on you, Craig. <laughs> right. But, like, for example, Craig, like, and I'm sure you love this shit too. You know, you're, you're saying that you love it. When, uh, who was it? Reggie Bullock falls down, right? By the baseline, by the Knicks bench. And like five guys run off the bench all to help him up. That's great shit. Sure. I love, love that team. That shit. Love that I love shit. every team. Love every well, Knicks team. I don't team. love every team. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think about that? That RJ Barrett is the key piece moving forward, not Julius Randle. I mean, he's six years younger. Yeah, I could buy that. Yeah, I mean, there's so much room for improvement on RJ. And we know he's going to be here for a while. Who knows about Julius? Yeah. I, you know, I think we all hope he is if this season is is really the new Julius, but he's going to be due up for a contract soon. We don't yeah. know what's going and, and anybody, you know, hoping that they lose from here on out so that they just miss the playoffs and can get a better lottery pick, go fuck oh, yourself. Get the fuck out of get here. Get the fuck out of here. This is so important. For, for the fact for RJ, this is so important, especially if you think he's going to be the focus of this team and they're going to build around him. Getting in the playoffs now, this early in year two, is huge, not just for the Knicks, but for RJ, for our boy. Can you? There really are Knicks fans there that are. feel that way. And it is drives me absolutely crazy that with how bad we have picked over the past few years and how no draft pick is a lock, I don't care if you draft number one, it's not a lock, that you would give up a season like this where you can get in the playoffs for the first time in forever maybe make some noise in the playoffs and you're changing the culture of this team and you're actually going to have an opportunity for other players and coaches around the league right now are talking about how how good the Knicks are playing. And so this what attracts, what attracts might, yeah. the best free agents? Winning teams do. Yeah, you're going to have such a better shot at these free agents in the offseason. This offseason, next offseason, it is not worth 
losing year after year for these guys that maybe we draft Obi. Like, who knows what Obi Toppin's going to be? It and, might and I don't be care. A, might be I don't a wasted care. Pick. Look, I don't care who you draft. You're not going to go from the bottom of the barrel to the top of the barrel in year one like that. There's going to be a step. There's going to be a ladder. And we didn't even think this year was going to be the year that the Knicks did it, but they're doing it. They're bridging the gap. And let's face it, too. These teams that win championships these days, for the most part, is through free agency. Like the Warriors might oh, be yeah. different, but for the most part, it's through free agency. Yeah. So everyone's sit, like, everyone wants to just tank and tank and tank and get high draft picks and build this fucking you can't do monstrous that. They've been, they've been super team of, of 19 year old players. And we finally have a winning team here and people are fucking complaining. It's sick. Sick. It's sick. They just don't want to be happy. The Knicks are socks. No, we're not. Nope. No, no, they are not. We are not socks tonight. No, this is a definite <laughs> not socks period. This of time. is a sockless night tonight. Toes are out. <laughs> it's four in a row, baby. Yeah, your boy DJ here from Germany. Wow. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Wow. Feels like he's got his dick in something. <laughs> it really does. DJ. People ask you if you want it in the butt. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Wow. You know we're going to bust on you. <laughs> this feels so good. This feels so good, man. Wow. Do you want my pants off or on? You know, by the way, DJ sometimes listens to the show with his son, so this could be really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's his problem. <laughs> it sounds like... The Knicks are not socks, but DJ is inside a sock right now. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's getting gross. It's getting gross. I'm getting fucking close. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Wow. Put the sock down, it's not DJ. Just when you come, like it's it's how hard you come. <laughs> this <laughs> What has this show become, guys? 430 in Germany. Jeez. Right now, I cannot sleep. Great. Great, great feeling, man. All right. At the, to this point, we really don't know what he's doing over there. <laughs> you know what I hear when I, when I listen to him? I hear, I want to ask you a bunch of questions. This is what he sounds like. <laughs> so, Craig, I got one question for you. Did he finish? What? Did he finish? <laughs> he's not finished yet. Almost. <laughs> Great, great, great feeling, man. Give Alex Burks the extension this summer. Oh, what? Oh, give Alex Burks the extension? <laughs> Already? What are you well, fucking talking about? You know, I, you uh, I don't know if you saw, Macri wrote, uh, basically tweeted out the same thing. Give him the extension? Not an extension, but uh, he like if some team, if it's not the Knicks, is going to jump on giving him the mid-level exception and that the Knicks should do it. I think it was tonight during the game he put that out there. During the third or fourth quarter. I guess during the fourth quarter when he was on when he was on fire. This summer. Wow. Great game. Now up to Dallas. Revenge game. Let's go, Knicks. There he finished. He finished. He finished. That was the finish. He, he definitely <laughs> finished. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if whenever anyone finished, they did that? Let's go, Knicks! <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all hear that music? We tried to do the news before Jay, but you left. All right? Uh, all right. 
It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. And April's crumb cake of the month is Kitty's Carrot Crumb. Jay, you want to tell everyone about that? Yeah, sure. I'll tell you about the Kitty's Carrot Crumb. It has delicious, all-natural ingredients like fresh carrots and real bourbon vanilla. Is the, why, where's a, the sexy music? Oh, here it oh. is. Okay. It's, as you were saying, it's got... It's got fresh carrots. Now, let me just... Let me cut to the chase on this, Jay. Okay. This is basically a carrot cake, right? Uh-huh. With the cream cheese frosting and then the crumb cake, the crumbs on top. Oh, the crumbs are plump. They're not regular crumbs. These are plump. These are crumbs. plumper than the normal Clarkson Avenue crumb cake crumbs? Yes. I mean, these are big, busty, plump crumbs. The kind of crumbs you think about, like when you're 12 years old, 13 years old. This feels so good. This feels <laughs> so good, man. Wow. <laughs> Doing my own fucking drops here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> The amazing cake explodes with flavor. Okay. It explodes. From holiday gift boxes to their world-famous crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription. You can get for 3, 6, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonHaveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. All right, so here we go. So, ladies, round of COVID testing, zero positives. Zero positives, which is good. Last time, there was only one. A couple of big injuries to report. Did you guys see the... uh, the Jamal Murray injury. Yeah. Um, pretty bad. Looks like it's an ACL tear. Obviously, he'll be out for the remainder of the, the year. Who knows how long it'll take for him to get back. Uh, James Wiseman also uh, tore his meniscus, I think, in his knee. He's probably done for the season with the um, with the Warriors. Uh, the Nets and the Timberwolves, their game on Monday night had been was, – it was postponed because of the uh, civil unrest in Minnesota – due to the newest uh, shooting death of an unarmed person of color by a police officer. They ended up making the game up on Tuesday afternoon. I guess they were afraid of, I guess, violence outside the stadium or whatever, or the arena. Uh, and then when they, before they played on Tuesday, uh, they were, everybody on the Nets and the Wolves were wearing shirts that said, Liberty and Justice for All. Uh, speaking of the Wolves... A-Rod is finalizing a deal with some other really super rich dude to buy the Timberwolves. Did you see this for $1.5 billion? And what kind of percentage is A-Rod supposed to have in that? I'm sure it's a very small percentage, but he's going to become, he'll be named the governor of the of the Timberwolves organization, whatever what? that really means. <laughs> Did you hear yesterday they asked Anthony Edwards about the opportunity to meet A-Rod and what A-Rod could bring to the... Uh, to the organization. Did you hear this? No, but it's got to be good coming from Anthony Edwards. Okay, so here we go. Do you have any thoughts about him? Are you an A-Rod fan at all growing up or anything like that? What do you think about what he might bring to the team? A fan? Who is he? The baseball player? Alex Rodriguez? Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know. Okay. I know, I know he's going to be the owner, but I don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about baseball. <laughs> what? What? No even once he found was. out he was going to be the owner, he didn't even bother to look him up. Like, what does he care? He doesn't give a shit who he no, is. You know, I feel a lot better about him talking shit about R.J. Barrett. He probably doesn't even know who R.J. <laughs> Barrett is. 
Yeah, so he doesn't know A-Rod. Uh, oh, speaking of the Nets also, I don't know if you saw Kyrie missed another game the other day for personal reasons. He played tonight against the, the Sixers. Did you know that Kyrie recently converted to Islam? No. No? Well, he did. And uh, the Muslim holy month of Ramadan recently started, which is when you fast from sun up to sundown. So you think Whether he's or not fasting? that'll have an effect on his game, I don't, I don't know. But you're not supposed to drink or eat anything, like not even water. I'm trying to remember well, what Ennis Cantor did when Ramadan came around. So I remember it was a thing. I mean, because that's tough even when you're not an athlete. But to have to then go out and play? Does, I mean, is he not taking drinks of water during the game? Oh, wait, I guess it's sundown. Never mind. That doesn't matter. Uh, he does. He fasts Ennis Cantor. From sun up to sundown. No water, no food, no nothing. So during the day? Yeah. Okay. So I guess, you know, the games all are all starting after sundown. So he could, I guess, eat before the game. But like shoot arounds and stuff like that. He, no water, no nothing. What else do you got? Uh, what else do I got? I've got the Mavs record at 30 and 25. And we go to battle them on Friday. And that's the way the basketball bounces. And now it is time to play everyone's favorite. Food, Mike, or kids. That's the new open to that? You, you, did, no. you gave up on the edited open? <laughs> no, I have to. Ian uh... Begley, you know he fucked up on Zoom. Fucked up on Zoom. So here's the first one. Ian Begley. That's all we're getting? Yep, that's it. Oh, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, what Seriously? The fuck? That's all you're getting. You can't give us one word from him. No, I can't. Uh, I'm gonna go Mike. He's gonna have a problem with his mic. What is it? What is the options? Food, Mike. Food, Mike, or kids. And food includes coughing. Yes. Or choking. Let's see. Jay can't give us anything from him, nope. so I'm gonna say Mike. He he doesn't even get a word out. Okay, here we go. Ian Bailey. What is the beginning of that clip? I can't even understand what she's saying. Something about bring it. I'll bring you in. Raise your hand, and I'll bring you into the oh. room. Room. Ian Bailey. Julius, uh, where do you think you guys fell short tonight? What? You couldn't play that for us? I didn't want to. No, li just listen to the, the time on this one. Ian Bailey. Julius, uh, where do you it's think like you guys fell short seven tonight? Seconds before That's fucking that bullshit, Jay. All right. No, I'm you don't sorry. like that one? No, that's awful. All right. Okay. <laughs> that shit happens. <laughs> that, and it doesn't even fall into one of the categories. What's that? That does. That's the mic. No, it's uh, not. Because he didn't realize it was off. Is that what you think happened? Yeah, he, was, he had himself. How muted? many? It took him like six or seven seconds just to turn on the mic and and get his question out. I can't That's even too kill him Begley for that. All right, fine. <laughs> Barry, can you? No, that was a stretch. All right, it was almost I'll move there. Over here to this one. All right, let's try this one then. Ian Begley. That's it. That's all you get. That's fucking Jesus stupid. Christ. I'm done playing this game. No. Jay. you can't give us anything. I can't. Kids, I'll go kids. We haven't heard <laughs> the kids in a yeah, long time. Yeah, this is so much fun. We'll just get, we're just guessing random things. So, ah, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> who cares? What is it? I'm not playing. Ian Bagley. Hey, Julius, <clears throat> along those lines, looking ahead to uh, New Orleans, what do you think of the way your old team- He always coughs. Always. That's what it was, a cough? Yeah. No? Clear wow. Throat. This game is about to be fucking be canceled, Jay. <laughs> 
right, <laughs> we're so nitpicking here. <laughs> oh, but the, wait, the let me guess. He can let never get anything let out guess. cleanly. Let me guess. The hint. Ian Begley. <laughs> Ian Begley. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, food, Mike, or kids? Uh, well, based on how this is going, he's just gonna he's it's gonna be just a pause or something. So, I'll say Mike. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with you, Craig. Mike. All right, listen to this one carefully. Ian Bagley. RJ, for the past couple of years with the Knicks, it seems like there's been this no? debate. What did he throw up in his <laughs> mouth a little bit? You think he either did that or he took a drink? Did you hear it? Did you hear him take that big gulp? Oh, Jay. Wow, Come Jay, on. this is the worst this game episode is jumping of the shark, man. ever. Look, of, wait, what? I thought that was is, a good one. Let me hear that He's again. Listen. Ian Bagley. RJ, for the past oh, couple yeah, years, yeah, he was drinking next, something. Like yeah. This food. Uh, hold on, RJ. Hold on. Come on a second. But, you don't like that one? No, I can see the other two. awful. This is the first time it feels forced. It's never felt like this Oh, come on. I don't know if I can put this in the show, Jay. I'm not even going to lie. That's that's hurtful. If I put this in the show, it's just to get that intro song in, but went downhill after that. (sighs) Ian Begley, you know he fucked up on Zoom. But not really. Fucked up on the Zoom. I'm going to say that uh, Blandy fucked up tonight. Alright, whatever. What do you want from me? <laughs> Alright guys, that's gonna do it for tonight's show. Remember you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. And you can follow Jay at Landy Hooper. And you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. Remember, wherever you listen to the show, leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And uh, what's the upcoming schedule? We stay on the road to face Dallas on Friday night and then a Sunday game game. just took that away? At 1 p.m. Back at the Garden against (laughs) New Orleans for a long homestand. Yeah, look at that. One, two. Wow. Six games in a row, right? Yeah. A six-game homestand. Did you guys notice, by the way, what Clyde said during the Pelicans game? Forgot to bring this up. No, he says asinine all the time. Oh, he, they were congratulating someone on their in, from their group of having a baby on on the production team of having a baby, and then Clyde said something like, "He knows a lot about babies. Everybody knows he knows a lot about babies. If he, if he needs any help, what the hell was he talking about? He's got forty six children. Right? Is that the, is that what's going on? He's just got a lot of babies all over the place and a lot of baby mamas. Isn't that what he implied?" Or am I wrong? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even think of that until you said it. But now that you say it, it sounds like that. It was like, you all know I'm really good with babies. Everyone knows I'm really good with babies. Right. That sounds like it comes from a guy who has a lot of babies. <laughs> He's got a lot of babies, and somehow we don't know about them all. Was he Will Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain probably had a lot of babies. Jay, did you want to get in your shit story here? Or <laughs> it's up to you. Like, well, I don't know how to get into it, man. I don't even know what it is. Hey, right, Jay, I heard you had a shit story. <laughs> uh, you had some gross story about shit that we may or may not want to hear in this podcast. Would you like to share it with everybody? <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, sure, why not? Who doesn't love a good shit story? Uh, my son had baseball practice tonight. The son that so, came down during the show or the other one? Yes, yes, the same one who came down. And so at one point I had to pee really bad because it's a couple of hours. So I walked to like the clubhouse where they have the, the bathrooms and I, I turned the corner to where they are 
and I was stopped dead in my tracks by what I initially thought was someone's chocolate ice cream that they had spilled all over the floor right in front of the bathroom. It wasn't chocolate ice cream. This was in front of the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they in couldn't front. make it to the bathroom. Okay, so so then I was like, well, that's disgusting, and I, I thought I was going to puke, so <laughs> I knocked on the bathroom door, and there's nobody in there, so then I opened the bathroom door, and it was like somebody had been murdered in the bathroom, except it wasn't covered in blood. And this was fresh. And I got out of there as quickly as I could. I held back the puke. And then I went and took a piss in the ladies' room. Wait, but you're telling me somebody not only made it to the bathroom in time, yet they were able to pull their pants down before they Listen, even entered the bathroom? It was on the floor. Because, like, you think to yourself, maybe it's animal shit, you know? Like, it could have been a dog. But the dog would eventually like, made it into the bathroom. But How then melted was up- this ice cream? What? How melted was this ice cream? It was mushy. It was mushy. And was it, like, shiny? It... It was, I mean, it was shit. It's, you know. And so what? Somebody was racing to get to the bathroom. And I it, guess so. And they somehow, like said, it when, somehow squirted out from their pants or they were pulling you, their pants down before they even down got in there. Maybe it fell down their pant leg? Because when, when you open the door to the bathroom, oh. it was on the floor in the bathroom, too. Yeah, but then, but then, but then oh, if it fell down there, if it exploded in their pant legs, then oh, no. the explosion can't happen again in the toilet area. Why not? It? it clearly did. And then the toilet was just filled with just stuff and toilet paper and it was just wow yeah. so but oh that's un- were you looking around at the scene of the crime like outside the bathroom to see if you could figure out no i wasn't in- i wasn't been. interested i i had a, piss like really a shit bad. trail going to the parking lot <laughs> no i i went right into yeah, the ladies I mean, room there had to I be peed there and then i left shit out of there were there i was nervous i'm looking around i was nervous that people were going to think that i shit on the floor <laughs> Because, you know, you, a situation oh, yeah. like that, you, you're you over by the bathroom, <laughs> people see you there by the bathroom and shit on the ground, and they're automatically going to think, that guy shit on the ground. You gotta you gotta come out of that bathroom making it super obvious that you were not the one, you know? So I used the other bathroom. <laughs> it was one of the most disgusting things And did you tell anybody when you got back to no. the game? Oh, home from the game? Yeah, no, I told just my got wife. back to the game, like with the people. No, around I you. did text somebody. I didn't text either of you the story because I wanted to share it. Although I did text you and say I had a good story to share. <laughs> but I did text fo- somebody who I knew would appreciate this? the story. You didn't take a photo. No, no, God, no. I don't How want close to were you that. throwing up for real? I was pretty close. It's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it was getting gross, and I was getting close. <laughs> it would have been, dude. It would have been awesome if there was just a chain reaction of you go in, throw up everywhere. Yeah, could you imagine if then I added my vomit to oh, that, and then but, the next person has their vomit, and then like in Stand by Me, where they, where it's the chain reaction of the puke. Yeah, it was. Wow. It was. It was disgusting. It really was. I mean, there were people everywhere, so I don't know who did this. All right. Until next time, it is a hard. <laughs> Life. Presented by betonline.ag. You're welcome, betonline. <laughs> you, this shit story is presented by betonline.ag. I said it's a shitty mix life. It's not, though. It's fucking fantastic. You know what it wasn't, though? It wasn't. That's a solid number two, man. It, it wasn't. It was not a solid number two. <laughs> 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.